0: We're your hosts, Dana and Kara, and this is From the Mouths of Babes. Hey everyone, welcome to our very first episode. We're excited that you've joined us. Um, To get started, we are going to do some introductions. So I'm Dana, I'm from Seattle, Washington, and I live there with my husband, Luke, and our almost one and a half year old daughter, Sawyer. I used to work for Amazon but in recruiting, um, but after I had Sawyer, I decided I wanted to stay home, and it's been awesome. I, over the last several years, I've felt this drive to do something more, to just use my gifts and talents, and so um, that has, is what has pushed me to start this bo- podcast and to do something that I'm really passionate about, which is connecting with people. That's a little bit about me, and I'm Kara. Kara.
1: I am three and a half years older than Dana, and I live in the North Dallas area now and with my husband and three kids. I have six and a half year old twins, boy-girl twins, Charlotte and Gavin, and then we have a little brother, Parker, who is five, so he's 15 months younger. Some of the joys of my motherhood... Are that not only having three kids basically all the same age but my older son is on the autism spectrum and has pretty serious ADHD the younger son also has ADHD and then all three of my kids have generalized anxiety disorders so we are just a hoot and a half and full of tears and laughter and wrestling all in the same breath so that's about a little bit about me. I I am a registered dental hygienist. I am taking a break from working right now since we moved to Texas and that has been full of ups and downs emotionally for me. You know, being a working mom for the first several years of like my kids being toddlers was hard, but also being a stay-at-home mom 100% focused on my kids' mental, emotional, spiritual Nutritional health uh, for the past couple of years has been draining and a journey all in its own.
0: Yeah. So, to kind of give a background as to why we decided to do this podcast and the decision behind the name. So, we wanted a place where we could talk about three different things. The name of the podcast is called From the Mouths of Babes, which it has a biblical reference. And so we wanted this platform to be a place where we could talk about our faith, but we also wanted it to be a place where we could talk about being a woman and our strengths and how, you know, we're all babes, we're all powerful. And then also have that idea of from the mouth of babes of our kids and being able to talk about motherhood. You will hear lots of different topics and episodes that are surrounding these different um, topics of motherhood, womanhood, and faith and religion, whatever that is for you personally. I think the main purpose of this podcast is to create a community where people can feel inspired, and they can share their stories, and we want it to feel like a community of sisterhood. Yeah. And we come from a family of sisterhood.
1: Dana and I are the baby girls of a family of 10 kids. So we have five older sisters and three brothers and we love our brothers they have a lot of experience as well but growing up with the, that many strong independent amazing examples of women in our lives they we have been able to pull from them as we have grown up sure. and we're all in different stages you know, our oldest sister it had just became an empty nester and she is brilliant And it's just really awesome to have all these different women with so much life experience and business experience and heartache and stories of triumph. And we're really excited to bring each of our sisters, and probably our Mm sisters-in-laws, and probably our brothers, maybe even our mom and dad, and then our friends along the way. uh, People who are part of our sisterhood. And to share their stories and their experiences and to grow and enrich your lives
0: and enrich ours. So speaking of sisters, we're really excited to introduce our sister, Sarah, and we will have her do a little brief introduction of herself, like where she lives, how many kids she has, and her background. So Sarah, we are excited to welcome you to the podcast.
2: Thank you. I'm excited to join you guys. This is super fun be a part of the conversation so thanks for having me. I am the fifth of the 10 kids in this fun family that we have so I am smack right in the middle and definitely have a middle child's perspective that I will bring I'm sure. I have a degree in psychology so that field really interests me and I am the mom of five kids. My oldest three are triplet boys that are currently fourteen. And then I have a a son that is almost 10 and a daughter that is eight. Um, Three special triplets also have autism. And so that is something that has come to define me as a mom of children with autism and has become an area that I really enjoy learning about and helping to be a better advocate for my kids. And... I'm in the process of kind of rediscovering myself. I'm a small business owner with my husband, and gratefully, we've been very successful. And this time in my life of my kids now being older and all in school has been a really great time for me to figure out things that I'm really excited about as an individual, in addition to my role as mom and wife and business owner. So that's kind of me in a nutshell. Awesome.
0: So... We wanted to talk to you about
1: our journey of naming the podcast. We, it it ebbed and flowed and, you know, we wanted to have the essence of from the mouths of babes because that's funny and with the references to children and the, you know, the darndest things that they say and with the spiritual aspect to it but we also were trying to find something more more modern, more and catchy. and catchy. And when we, you know, went out into the public to get opinions, the words that we were focusing on had negative connotations like mouthy. And that was frustrating for me especially because I hated that the narrative was negative and I felt that the narrative should be positive. That women, the the word is a derogatory term for women that have just too much to say. And that doesn't resonate with me. I think that everything that women have to say is powerful and should be heard, that we should be allowed to say it. And as we went through that process with you, I know you just had a lot of insight and I would love for you to just kind of start on what you think it is to like to be a woman, have things to say, and what resonates with you.
2: Yeah, that sounds great. So, you know, we, we started this conversation about podcasts and, and talking about how we always have these great conversations together as sisters, and we think, oh, this this could benefit this person, this could benefit this person, I'd you know, I'd love to have more of these conversations and, you know, of thinking of, of these names, and so what's, what started the conversation is was out of the mouth of babes was the phrase that you guys kind of kept coming back to and I really like picking that phraseology and as we talked and I said, well, mouthy babes like uh, that's totally like a hashtag, that's totally a t-shirt, like mouthy babes just sounds awesome to me and I go super excited about it and then you know, as we start talking to other people of well, when you think think mouthy babes, what comes to mind to you And, and, and what do you picture and it, it was interesting because what came to my mind when I thought of it was empowerment, using my mouth for good, speaking out, um, and kind of taking the opportunity to to be a spokesperson, if you will, with with that word mouthy. Um, but as we now talk to some people, that they're like, well, mouthy is kind of like bossy, like. You know, it's being jerky or being obnoxious or being rude, and that just that just didn't sit sit with me because I thought, well, that's that's not not what it means to me. And it, as we talked about it, we thought, you know, like what are these words that have been taken and basically used in a negative way? that maybe aren't so negative in the first place. So, for instance, Bossy, you know, my 8-year-old daughter, she she is a strong girl. I mean, she came out with opinions. <laughs> she <laughs> came out of the womb with opinions. Yeah. You know, like, she will tell you if she likes that outfit, she will tell you if she likes that makeup, whether or not you today are not pretty today. And she's the youngest of five kids and the only girl. You know, so she is a little mini mom and i've been very careful of trying trying to be gentle with certain words like bossy well she is bossy in our household like <laughs> she is the little mom so she tells people what to do but that can be a good thing or a bad thing depending on the connotation that you to use for that yeah. and so you know i thought of the same thing with mouthy like Yes, that, that can be used in, in a negative way, but I want to use it in an empowering way that our, our mouths are, are, is the way that we communicate the most way, you know, of, between our words, between even just our actions. You know, we use our mouths to kiss, to yell, to scream, to talk, to whisper, to whistle, you know, like we use a lot of our mouths to express a lot of things. And some of those might be in negative ways that people choose to use their mouths, but sometimes those are very positive ways. That's how we express love and um, appreciation too. And so when I thought of mouthy babes, I thought of, of women that platform and are empowered and are using their voices for good. I completely because agree. Because that's the kind of woman I want to be. It's really interesting that, uh, so my daughter, you know, she had kindergarten with this teacher that was his picture of Mouthy babe being. She was fun fun and, and, and loud. You know, she was fun and loud and open and was very joyous the kids could kind of be who they wanted and she encouraged that and so Lily wanting to wanting to be a rule follower wanting people to tell you know tell the other kids what to do she embraced that part of her personality and said great well this kid's having a really hard time reading so how about you go over there and read with them? how about you be in charge of you know cleaning up today making sure everything gets cleaned up and then taking that to second grade she had a teacher that did not like to be told what to do yeah <laughs> and did not like telling, and did not like that structure and so the way she responded to my daughter was no you don't get to do that you don't get to share that part of your personality and i watched her change from that one year to the next of how much she really enjoyed school and that innate part of who she was of being a a leader went away yeah you know and so i think we have the opportunity as leaders in our home in schools in politics and business you know in all these ways to help shape other women and other girls, and 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 tell them this isn't a negative thing about you. Yeah, this can be a, a positive thing. And so I think taking words back of how you be proud of those words versus you know being discouraged and not feeling like you fit in the box because maybe. You aren't quiet and sit at the table and draw. And there's nothing wrong with that, right? Right. right. But often those parts of little girls are encouraged and emphasized and, and rewarded, yeah. you know, versus the stronger, you know, little girls are not always rewarded Right,
0: yeah. So I guess one of my questions then is how do we do that like each of us at least have one girl i I have my daughter kara has her daughter you have lily like how do we have those types of conversations with our daughters to help them feel like they can use their voices for good yeah
1: i guess i feel like because my kids are basically all the same age and they're all fighting to be the alpha so i have to sometimes say like no you're not in charge right now. You don't have to be the enforcer. You don't have to be the boss. Mom is like, if I ask you for help, if I give you a job, then then you get that role. Um, so maybe I am stifling them a little bit, but they take it a little too far from just being the boss to being the <laughs> the executioner. Yeah. You know, so so I just have to like shut that down. I think so that no one gets you know sent to the hospital. But you know, I I I try to be careful with my words too. Uh, you know, but I do sometimes. You know, I have like told my daughter like you're you're being mean right now, and I mean she really is. So that's hard. Like, how do you balance? Like, you know, I'm constantly I try to more enforce like being kind, using our words for good, versus. The negative like fo- focusing on the negative like what you said was mean but sometimes it does come out that way when i am angry sure. I don't know, maybe you have a
2: better idea well, and, I, and i think that that's okay i think it's okay to tell to tell your children this isn't your role right yeah this is mom's role your role is the sister your role is the daughter and this is this is what's important for you now you know kids are modeling. So they're going to, especially little girls, are going to model their moms, right? Mm-hmm. And so I think of, of saying, you aren't the mom. This is mom's job. My job is to protect. My job is to teach. My job is to lead. You know, that's not your job. Yeah. Um, but the, you can fulfill your role as sister, as a as daughter, and that you can help support me in my role as mom.
1: Yeah. Being a good um, example. A,
2: yeah. Yeah. And I think it's okay to name behavior. You know, like I think if someone's being mean, I think it's okay to let them know what their actions or tone or words can be taken as. Yeah. Right. I think that helps our kids to grow up going, I'm sure that. Uh, wasn't your intention to hurt their feelings or that wasn't your intention to put them down or to make them feel like they're not good enough or, you know, those kinds of things. But we have to be careful about how we speak to each other or, and then I think it's okay. I, I think it's important, not even just okay, that you recognize when you make a mistake. So as a mom, we lose our tempers, we yell, we You know, we make mistakes and to say, you know what, that wasn't okay. You know, mom's not always perfect. That was a mistake. I shouldn't have talked to you that way as much as I tell you not to talk to other people that way. And that's something I'm working on.
1: Yeah, my kids like to point Um, that out. Mom, we don't (laughs) say that. Mom, you (laughs) yell.
2: I know, but you're not listening. You're so naughty kids are really good about helping us feel accountable yes. sure. um, so I, I think the other thing is that I've been working on is often how we view ourselves and the, the things that we have been socialized or raised or whatever to believe or to, to do sometimes we then pass those on right Right. And so recognizing, okay, well, this might be how I was raised or this might be my experience. Do I, is that a good thing to pass on or maybe not as healthy or I want to take a different path or a different direction um, and to recognize, okay, how have I been influenced? How do I be myself in that way? And am I putting those things onto my kids?
0: yeah that's super interesting. like an example I can think of f- for our family and sisters in general is like we're very opinionated and we're not afraid to share our opinion with our family members, which I think can be a really great thing, but also it can sometimes be intense and and I think it's been interesting of like I want like I've had to think of this myself like where're one of the qualities that people often say is like oh you're like i know what's on your mind and you speak what's on your mind but i kind of have to take a step back and say like okay but is that am i filtering that and how does that appear to Sawyer like is she seeing that as a positive trait you know does that make sense yeah i yeah
1: because a lot of times i've gotten to this like i've lived so many years changing my identity to fit other people's like idea of what i should be and it damaged it it damaged me and damaged my personality and i'm basically rebuilding myself so now i'm in a place of like i really don't care what anyone thinks of me and so maybe i do speak a little loud a little brash i don't know but my daughter definitely hears that That mom is just like, I don't care. I'm going to say what I'm saying. And I might appear to be a little rougher around the edges. And she may be a little rougher around the edges too. But I deserve every bit of what she gives me because I was an emotional, anxious, opinionated child. who wanted to be in control of everything. And she is a little like redheadish version of me and it's it's fine it's fine i deserve
2: (laughs) it (laughs) i think like so i used to want to be the center of attention right i had something to say i wanted people to hear it and i would i would take these to lead but also to be the center of attention right right but as an adult you recognize okay well, sometimes in order to get that attention, you are being brash or loud or, you know, those kinds of things that you go, yeah, maybe that's not. not the best way to be heard. Yeah, right? to get my because point across. That, that's not what, how I want to come across. Yeah. And so I think for me is I want people to know what my values and beliefs and opinions are. But I don't want them to think that that doesn't mean I don't want to hear theirs mm, or I don't exactly. respect their opinion if it's different than mine. Yeah. And that they have a safe place to talk about and be heard and share those opinions just as much as I hope that I had had a safe place to say my piece.
1: Exactly. And I, I would say the, that. Yeah. I like. I feel like the last especially year and a half has been a journey for me to to change and understand myself and one of the biggest lessons that I've learned is to like hold space for other people to have so much more empathy and allow them to be comfortable with me and safe and like share my share my stuff and so that they know like yeah you can you're safe with me you can share yours and I see you and I value what you have. And, you know, I accept you. I'm not going to judge you. I'm going accept you exactly where you're at right now. And that's that's a new thing for me, to not expect more than where people are at right now.
2: Yeah. I mean, I want people, when they hear mouthy babes, instead of thinking she's is a, a trash or... To communicate and be a voice for me and for each other. Yeah. And so I hope as people have those conversations and then they hear that phrase or they see that hack or they see that t shirt, that it's a positive, I want to be part of that club.
1: Yeah. That sisterhood. Yeah. Yeah. Like you, You I want people to relate to us and be like, oh, yeah those girls are like my best friends and like I've never met them yeah. but like they're my best friends and they like know exactly what I'm thinking but they're just saying it and I want to be there I want you know I want to feel strong I am strong I'm empowered you know I that's what that's the, the my favorite podcasts that I like to listen to I'm like oh my gosh this girl's my best friend <laughs>
2: if we just happen in person She would want to be my friend. Yeah. like, we, you know, like, I mean, I think that no matter where we are on the spectrum of how mouthy we're comfortable being, Mm -hmm. we all want to be listened to, we want to be heard, we want to be respected, and we want to be embraced, right? Mm -hmm. Like, the human connection is what makes us feel good and what life's really about. And so... Some of us might be more comfortable with using our voices, and some of us might be more comfortable in the background. You know, not everyone wants wants to
0: be the, be the loud one, right? Yeah.
2: You know, be, be the front and center. And there's a place for all of us. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, and there's so much. There's so much more connect. Too, and so many more similarities. I think in women than there are differences. And too often, we're trying to look for the differences mm-hmm. in order to make us feel better.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> right, I totally agree. You know,
2: we we all have those chinks in our armor, and so when when we're not so sure about those qualities, we we try to look. And, and try to make ourselves feel better, yeah. you know, of, of she, how can I smooth out those roughness yeah. and developing a community of trust and really of going, we don't need the armor, right? You can sit down and, and I can have someone say to me, okay, maybe you're being a little too out now a step back, you know, or um, let's let the quiet people have a chance or, you know, those kinds of things. Yeah. Um, and, and that's what makes a community, you know,
1: that's... A balance. Yeah. Everyone has it's, a place, Everyone, yeah. wherever they want to be and when they're comfortable and leaving a space for like, okay, it's your turn. Like, I'm going to cheer you on and, and now, that you, now that you're now that you ready. Yeah. I would say,
2: I think that's what's very unique about Emily, too. Is when you throw 10 people, 11 women, you know, into a family, sometimes I think we have developed personality traits in order to be heard, right? Where it's loud, where it's busy, where it's, if you want to be heard, you have to be loud. Well, there are siblings that have also chosen to be the silent leaders. Mm -hmm. Sometimes those of us that were more loud and up front have had to sit back and learn from them too. Yeah, And so I was no, just it's gonna very unique experience
1: very unique experience yeah I was gonna say we've probably all had it, a, a situation with our husbands where they were like why are you yelling I'm not yelling I'm just telling you how much I love you like I'm just, passion- I'm just, just like past- I'm passionately I'm just talking talking about it, <laughs> talking about it. Like, but so you're so yelling at you me so like so no I'm no. not yelling <laughs> <laughs> I love you dang it this is how I show my love. This,
2: it's just like- Do you want to hear what yelling is? Yeah. This is just just really being excited.
1: This is love screaming.
2: Yeah.
1: (laughs) I feel like that's maybe a unique thing to our
0: family. (laughs) For sure. So if we start talking passionately and it gets a little loud, just know we're not angry. We're just talking very passionately.
1: Just fiercely. Turn volume. down your volume a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes it helps if I, like, sing it. Like, yeah. This is how I feel. <laughs> <laughs> I could, like, bring it down a notch.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well. But the singing perspective is unique to you. It this. is. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> well, hopefully, just from having this conversation together we've been able to create a space where other women can feel like they have a seat at the table and that their opinions and their passions and their experiences are valid. And so we are super excited to build this community of babes. And so welcome.
1: A little segment that we are going to include in each episode is going to be called, This Came Out of the Mouth of My Babe. We'll have Sarah now share a little gem that came from the mouth of one of her babes.
2: Aiden is very very black and white. There's not a lot of gray. So, you know, one of my 14-year-old triplets. So he, he takes things very literally. And so, you know, we, we're aware of this, that he takes things literally, but... Sometimes we don't always recognize you know, at the times where he will take it literally or not take it literally. One of these stories was, was yesterday that he'd eaten dinner and finished before the rest of us, so he had left the table. But prior to leaving the table, I just said, hey, when everybody finishes up, make sure we load our dish and then you go up to take a shower. So he finished, he left, everybody else was finishing dinner, and, and I yell up and say, hey, you need, you need to come put your dish in the dishwasher. Like he forgot to do that. So he comes downstairs butt naked in order to put his dish in the dishwasher. <laughs> 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 he says Sorry, I just kinda took a shower and I said, Oh, well oh, sweetheart, next time just yell down and say, Mom, I'm just gonna take a dish or take a shower first and then I'll come down and load my dish and He's like, Oh, okay, sounds good and yell the room. And those are some of the fun, you know, challenges that we have sometimes at our house that we go, you know, naked running around is adorable up to a certain age. Uh, we're probably getting a
1: little old for that. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the boys are 14. They're hitting the puberty. Yeah. and <laughs> literally. Yeah. Come download your dish right now. All okay, right. Yeah. Right now.
2: Okay, well, um, I'm coming right now. And in I, the buff. You know, like, Um, you, you do have to figure out is right now the, the literally right now or just how about
1: after you put clothes <laughs> on yeah. give me two minutes, Mom. Because you know that fourteen year old boys don't take like proper hygiene showers anyway, so you know it would have been like a thirty second shower anyways.
2: well it's either one extreme or the other right Right. yeah teenage (laughs) boys either want to be done in 30 seconds or they want to stay in the shower for an hour and you're going dude four other people have to shower it's time to get out yeah so So, yes those are fun fun things
1: from the mouth of your 14 year old naked babe
2: (laughs) yeah my babes will always do my babes even though they're practically
0: grown then now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for joining us for our very first episode. We hope that you will join us next week and be part of our long term sisterhood.